Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini-episode of the show, just a single story, a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some terrific storytelling. We've got a great story for you today, and of course, we want to remind you that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop, an entire hour filled with stories for you and your family. You'll want to join us this Thursday for a wonderful story from the terrific storyteller and mime Motoko. She'll be telling a story uh, recorded live in the Appleseed studio called The Golden Eye of the Fighting Cricket. And you'll also hear a radio adventure that will take you all the way to the bottom of the sea. You won't want to miss a single moment of Thursday's episode. In the meantime, I'm pleased to have in the studio with me one of our producers, Heather Bigley. Heather, great to have you with me. Hello. And let's talk about what we're going to hear today. We are going to hear a story called Yenta Pesha from Karen Gold. Golden. Karen Golden. And if you hear Yenta, you might think of Fiddler on the Roof. You might. I might. Yes. And you might think <laughs> of matchmakers. But actually, Yenta means gossip. <laughs> okay. And that's that's a very tantalizing word to, to as an introduction to this story, right? Yeah. Yenta Pesha is the name of the story. Karen Golden, the storyteller. Happy to bring it to you on today's Appleseed Bite. <laughs> Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, yeah, 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 Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, was a Yanta, a gossip. She loved to tell stories, especially about her friends. You know, those little stories that don't mean anything unless they're about you. Yenta Pesha had a very close friend named Hanala, and one day Hanala shared with her a secret. Yenta Pesha, guess what? I'm going on a diet before the holidays. I always eat too much mandel bread. This year it won't matter. Shh, don't tell anyone. No secret is safe with a Yenta. She went around the whole town saying, Did you hear about Hanala? She stopped eating. And she's not going to take another bite of food until the holidays. They're months from now. Poor, poor Hanala. She'll get so thin, she'll blow away in the wind. Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha had another good friend named Barala. And one day he shared with her a secret. Yenta Pesha, guess what? I'm saving money to buy a present for my wife's anniversary. Shh, don't tell anyone. No secret is safe with a Yenta. She went around the whole town saying, Did you hear about Barala? He's saving hordes of money to buy a huge present for his wife's anniversary. Why, there's money hidden everywhere. His mattress is filled with a fortune. Yenta Pesha told everyone, including Shmuel the thief, and he went into Berla's house looking for the money. He slit open the mattress, but found nothing, because the truth of the matter was that Berla had saved only one small coin, and it was safely tucked within the brim of his hat. But when he and his wife came home, they saw Shmuel sitting in the middle of the house crying. Yenta Pesha promised me money for a meal, but here in this house I've nothing to steal. 
Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, ya 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 ya. Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, ya 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 ya. One day, Yenta Pesha was standing in the market picking out onions when she overheard her very good friend Yankala talking to someone. He was mumbling, mumbling, mumbling along when the word expecting popped out between mumbles. The word expecting to a Yenta, well, it's like candy to a baby. She went around the whole town saying, Did you hear about Yankala and his wife Manya? They're expecting a baby. It's a miracle. Manya is 85 years old and expecting another one. The truth of the matter was that Yankala and Manya had a horse that was giving birth. Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, ya, 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 ya. Yanta Pesha, Yanta Pesha, ya, 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 ya. The people grew very angry at Yanta Pesha. Every time she came into a room, they would turn their heads in the opposite direction. And every time she tried to join them in conversation, they would change the subject. The people decided there was only one person who could do something about this yenta, and that was the wise rabbi. So they went to see him with steam coming out of their ears. Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, I sent for Yenta Pesha, and she ran into his office as fast as her legs would carry her. She plopped herself down in a chair opposite his desk. <gasps> oy, oy. She was so hot and out of breath, she picked up a piece of paper and folded it into a fan and began fanning herself. Rabbi, I don't know why you called me in here. I'm such a good woman, you know. Are you going to reward me for something? Yentapesha, I sent for you to keep peace in this town. You've angered so many people with your gossip. They have come to me to complain. This has to stop. So I tell little stories, Rabbi, that they don't hurt anyone. I even heard one about you when you were coming out of synagogue last week, you. That's why I called you in here. The rabbi pulled his long beard twice, because when you have a beard, you pull it. Here you go again with your stories. You think that just because they're little, they hurt others less? This isn't true, Yentapesha. I want you to go outside and collect some pebbles. Pebbles? Schmabbles? Oh, whatever for? Must be the heat. It's gotten to you. You're talking silly, rabbi. Well, what do you want with the pebbles? Yentapesha fanned herself so hard, she blew the papers off the rabbi's desk. And he had to get on his hands and knees to pick them up. When she saw him on the floor, she felt so bad, she said, Okay, rabbi, I will go and collect pebbles. She went outside and collected pebbles one at a time. until she had a whole pocket full, 
And then she went back to the rabbi's office. Rabbi, you're going to be so proud of me. I have a pocket full of pebbles. Please put them on my desk. Yenta Pesha put her hand in her pocket and put all those little pebbles on the rabbi's desk. The rabbi picked up one pebble and said, Yenta Pesha, where did you get this pebble? That one? I don't know, rabbi. I'd like you to put it back where you found it. Put it back? But, but rabbi, I, I, I don't remember where I found it. The rabbi held that pebble between his fingers and then he threw it at the window, and it shattered into a thousand pieces. Ksh! Ah! said Yenta Pesha. Then the rabbi spoke. Yenta Pesha, that little pebble is like those little stories you tell. Sometimes you don't even know where you find them, but when you throw these stories at your friends, you shatter their hearts. With that, the rabbi opened his desk drawer and pulled out a little drawstring bag and filled it with the remainder of the pebbles and put the bag around Yenta Pesha's neck. She wore that bag for the rest of her life to remind her of the pebble, the broken glass, and the fragileness of friendship. Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, ya 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 ya. Yenta Pesha, Yenta Pesha, ya 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 ya. The California storyteller Karen Golden with a story called Yenta Pesha. We were reminded by Heather Bigley, our producer, that Yenta means gossip before we got to hear that story. Heather, thanks for bringing us that tale. Yeah, one of the things, well, there's a couple of things in the story that I love. One is the music. Karen Golden is known for saxophone, but that is not a saxophone. (laughs) I think it's an accordion. Or is it the ocarina? I'm not sure. Which one is it? <laughs> the true expertise of our producer <laughs> exactly. coming out in today's Appleseed Bites. Not a music it's really it, no, the music is fantastic. Yeah, it's rah, really rah, a lot of fun. Rah, yep, rah, that's right. Rah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's been in my head all day. Um, but the other thing that works here is she uses classic storytelling tool, which is to make us know exactly what we need to know about Yentepesha through the voice. Right. And that voice is this high nasal grating, uh, like it's the it's the feminine cackle. Right. (laughs) And we know it's we know we don't like her and she doesn't have to say anything except use that voice on us. And we're like, oh, this is not the person to root for. You know, sometimes I will ask you when you bring a story to us, if there is a Yenta, if there is a if there is a person in your life. That is like the person in this story. I'm not going to ask you that. Yeah, don't ask me. It might be me. But but I am curious as to whether, you know, we we you you prominently use the word gossip in your setup. Yeah. Right? Um have you ever been have you ever been bitten by gossip? I mean, is that that's a dangerous question to yes, ask probably. Yes. Huh? I have. I have in fact, I um I didn't think I was gossiping. I thought I was talking about something that everyone knew. And then I later got a phone call from a very upset person who said, you should not have been talking about those things. And um, all I could do was apologize. Yeah. Because 
I, yeah, she was obviously very hurt. Yeah. But I thought what I was talking about was common knowledge and was, in fact, a happy thing. And it you was, know, did not go well. They say sticks and stones can break my bones, but <laughs> words can never hurt me. But they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Words hurt a lot. <laughs> A lot. Well, it was a pleasure to listen to Yenta Pesha by Karen Golden. And uh, thanks, Heather, for bringing it to us. No problem. And, of course, remember to tune in on Thursday for an episode of The Appleseed featuring a terrific story by Motoko, the wonderful storyteller, and mime, a story called Golden Eye of the Fighting Cricket, and an original radio drama that will take you all the way to the bottom of the sea for a little sci-fi adventure. You won't want to miss a word. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.